When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm your host, Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, I'm offering a guided visualization for healing from the book, The Chiron Effect by Lisa Tahir. So I kind of don't know how to start this episode. I've been thinking a lot about how much defensiveness that I've seen in individuals and in the world this year, how much attacking, and I've struggled to find ways to discuss that directly, therapeutically, in ways that are releasing. But what I want to share with you first is that this is the book from my healer, from my, my main spiritual mother. And it might be hard for me to talk about this without getting teary as I am right now. Early in my healing, I didn't believe in synchronicity. Or early in my life, I didn't believe in synchronicity. I didn't know about or believe in alignment. I didn't feel in a way that felt real or tangible to me that spirituality was something that was for me that was something that could hold me that could help me that could guide me that could ground me that could center me I thought religion had and the hypocrisy of the people that I saw practicing religion in my life had just sort of maybe murdered the possibility of me having a spiritual connection it's been in the course of my healing on the seeker's path that I have come very much to believe in synchronicity, to believe that there is a higher power, something bigger than me, that there are energies that I can't argue with that are real, that I feel, that show me things. And the book that I have in my hand, The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness, by Lisa Tahir, T-A-H-I-R, was one of these synchronicities. So Lisa published this book. She's been on this journey, and I've gotten to witness it about promoting her book and getting it published, and so much goes into that. So I, I've been watching and waiting for this book for years I ordered it when I received the confirmation that it was time to order it. 
And I received it and I received it super early. I thought it wasn't going to come out till November 17th. And I got it almost a month early. So I took a picture of it and I texted Lisa. And I said, yay, I'm holding it. I'm holding it. It's here. And she was shocked because she didn't even have a copy of the book. And we had this moment where this woman, this professional that I have paid and who admitted in our work at some point that she loved me and it opened up my work to admit that I did love my clients too and that that love was okay. It was reparative. It was human and that the money exchange is just a modern energy exchange and that the love and the care was real. Now in psychology, in mental health, we don't like to admit that. We want things that heal to be medicines. We want things that heal to be techniques. We want things that heal to be scientifically studied and concrete because we don't want it to be vulnerable and mush-mush, hippy-dippy, woo-woo. But the truth of my life is that I came from a family that had love deficit for me, that had love and word but failed in a lot of ways to love and action. Because that's what dysfunction does. That is the tragedy of unresolved dysfunction in family systems. And while I know to my core that it wasn't Lisa's love in entirety that healed me, part of her love helped show me how to really truly and deeply love myself through the hard work that I have done to heal myself. So when I texted her that day, I have your book. She said, what? It's not out yet. (laughs) And then she was excited that I was the first person to receive it because she didn't even have a copy. This is intimate and it's delicate. It feels very private. I still am an introvert, even though I get on this microphone each week. But she was able to communicate to me the rightness of that, that me, her precious baby, received her first copy. And no, you can't just go out there and book a healer, a coach, or a therapist and expect them to love you. And I wouldn't trust any healer that was advertising, I will love you, come pay me. That's not how it works. But when we open to, I need healing, I'm going to heal myself. It is as if the universe hears that. That is my connection to spirituality. That words are spells, and when we cast them for ourselves internally and out for the world, the universe hears something bigger, something more powerful hears. The universe sent me this book, I believe, to offer me another moment of deep connection and love with the woman who energetically has taught me love and helped me heal from my lack of love for myself And the love that the pain that I've gone through in my life blocked. I'm so appreciative that I could have that moment and then sink into thank you universe. I am so full of gratitude for my life, for my path, for all the hard lessons. Because the pain forced me to change. It forced me to grow. It forced me to find Lisa in the first place. I will have her on in the next few months. So we can have that conversation and she can share and I can hold that space for her the way she's held space for me. I never could have planned that. And there's so much available for you on your 
healing seeker's path that you can't plan for either right now in this moment. That just by putting one healing foot in front of another healing foot, that you are opening to the possibility of the universe giving you synchronistic moments too. Moments that somehow come together to say, see, you're worthy. See, you're lovable and you're loved. See, change is possible. So I want to read a short passage from her book, The Chiron Effect. It's available now. It's The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness. It is fantastic. I can't wait to get all the way through it, but I'm luxuriating into it. So I'm reading to you today from page 44, Cultivating Curiosity About Our Defensiveness. The mind is a powerful tool that is remarkable in its abilities to imagine and create. Let's join in an intention to be slow to anger with each other and instead respond with curiosity and calmness. Instead of responding in defensiveness, let's uncover more information with the intention of mutual understanding and resolution. It is easier to interrupt a potential emotional escalation in the early stages of dialogue than in the later stages when one person or the other may bring up unresolved situations from the past to add fuel to their perspective. Instead of reacting, it's important to give yourself permission to take the time needed to slow down and think about how you want to respond. Often, it's the case that we attack ourselves for our shortcomings as well as identify flaws in others. In that light, I ask you to consider this perspective from A Course in Miracles. The only thing that is required for healing is a lack of fear. This does not mean the conflict must be gone forever from your mind to heal. For if it were, there would be no need for healing then. But it does mean, if only for an instant, you love without attack. Sometimes we may not know exactly what we are feeling or why in the moment of an interaction. We may feel an ouch or a sense that something isn't right. It's appropriate to hold on to that information until a future time. We also might need to step away from the situation in order to gain mental and emotional clarity. Allow yourself to step back and process things from a place of inner peace and clarity. As a result of practicing self-restraint and temperance, you'll feel good about yourself in the long term. Let's also make an agreement with our loved ones to help each other communicate in this fashion. And here is a guided visualization from Lisa's book for healing. So wherever you are, find your meditation seat. Get out your wiggles. Let go of the to-do list or the hustle and bustle of today. And let's begin. First, take a deep breath in through the nose and blow it audibly out of your mouth. Ah. Let's do this again. In through the nose, forcefully out through the mouth. Removing all the stale air from the lungs. Now begin to breathe regularly so that you are comfortable. 
Envision in your mind a space free of all thoughts and responsibilities. It may be outside in the open air, a clear space of green grass, an expansive beach of white sand, the open ocean, a large white room, or wherever your own imagination takes you. Imagine yourself in the center of this expansive and clear space that is rich with clean, fresh, nurturing air and vibrant energy. With each breath you inhale, you are literally cleaning your body, mind, and spirit right down to the molecules of your DNA. As you breathe in and out, only peace and unconditional love exist in this space for you. Envision living in this spaciousness of energy every day and at every moment of your life. This is your cleared space of healing. And with every deep, gathering breath, your inner being is filled with light. And every cell is repeatedly being filled with exactly what you need in this place and at this time. Stay in this place as long as is needed to completely relax. With each exhale, let go of everything that may be troubling you. When you're ready, thank this energy for filling your mind, body, and spirit with healing. And then thank yourself for taking the time to be joined with this guiding presence of unconditional love that is always available to you. Before leaving this meditation, if you notice yourself being distracted by an unresolved situation with someone, Take a few moments and call to mind this person who has disrupted you. And couple their presence with a deepened awareness of how much love they need to feel whole, complete, and happy. It helps to imagine them as the little child they once were. And to acknowledge that they too were wounded deeply and needed to be loved more than they ever were at that time. These individuals are not evil. They are broken in tender places of vulnerability. Send them love now. Finally, say out loud, Thank you for my inner peace. May it pervade every area of my life and the lives of those I love. Take a few centering breaths and gently come back into the room you're in. What do you notice in your body? What do you notice in your heart? What do you notice in the chatter of your mind? What did this visualization do to your being? 
I want to thank Lisa for the permission to read from her book, The Chiron Effect. And I can't wait to introduce her to you when she comes on the show in the next few months. Increasingly, we are living in a world that invites us to be angry and reactive, even tells us that that's the right way to be. And if we're not that way, something's wrong with us. We may need these practices that push against that narrative like never before. Learning that we can take care of our bodies and our nervous systems by coming from a place of compassion and love for ourselves and for others, even others that we disagree with, even others who hurt us. This is how we act as the change that we want to see in the world. Those of you who struggle with anxiety, with depression, with post-traumatic stress, these are the practices that unlock us from survival mode to help us learn what it is, what it feels like. I hope there's something in this episode that helps give you peace as we close out this year. So many of you have jumped on to write reviews for Emotional Badass. It really is an amazing way to support us here at the show. When you do that, you're helping work that funky iTunes algorithm and helping the show be presented and suggested to more and more people. This is how more people are realizing every single day when they connect with the show that they're not crazy. They're just highly sensitive or they're empathic or they're surviving and they're strong. So all of you before the reviews that I've read that have gotten on to write these reviews over the last two and a half years, thank you so much. I want to read some reviews now. Thank you. Thank you. RDTPA says a new perspective. This show brought to light HSP, highly sensitive people. I had never heard of it before. Informative, inspiring, and easy to listen to. Thank you. Keep the episodes coming. We work hard every single week. We have never missed a week since March of 2017. We are continuing to crank them out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this review. Shelby95 has a simple love and life-changing. Thank you for those powerful three words. I want to thank Pug Love 2007 Who doesn't love pugs? Says, finally, I have been searching for a podcast like this one for a long time. Oh, you're in love with my voice. Thank you so much. It's incredibly calming and genuine, and I feel as if she's speaking right to me. I binge listened to all the available episodes within a week. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. And there isn't a single one that I didn't enjoy. I had never heard the word empath or HSP before, but now I feel as if I'm finally starting to understand and find myself. That is what I want for as many people as we can reach. Thank y'all so, so much. And look, you guys, that little comment about my voice, maybe I've never shared with you before. It was really hard for me to find my voice. Part of what I grew up with was getting teased about my voice sounding nasally and weird. I've even had to take a class for people who were scared to sing or to speak. So I've worked very, very hard to be able to find some confidence and use my voice. And if you struggle to find your voice, I just want you to know that in this moment, that you can grow and expand and find your voice too. I want to thank Maddie Nick. They say that they love the show. I have found your podcast not too long ago and has helped me realize some of the things I do. 
It also helps me realize some of the good things about myself, puts an explanation of things I don't know how to explain. I'm so grateful I can do that for you guys. We have another review from If Walls Could Talk 33. They say, thank you. Listen to this morning's episode and it was something I needed to hear. Not necessarily wanted to hear, but needed to for sure. I just wanted to say thank you for doing what you do, for helping everyone the way you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is kind of the challenge of my work, that sometimes I have to say things that nobody wants to hear, but these are the ways that we face ourselves and grow past our own dysfunctions, our own limitations, our own self-sabotages, so we can be expansive and thriving. I want to send out a big giant hug. I know many people are hug starved right now, so let's take a minute. I'm giving myself a big giant hug and I'm sending it out to you. And if you need a hug, you can send a hug out back to everybody else right now in this moment. No matter how introverted and loner we might think we are, we still need human beings. We're a tribal species, y'all. I'm sending out love and light, peace and joy. May we all learn to be a little less defensive and a little more loving with ourselves and everybody else. Light and love, and I'll see you next time. I'm an emotional badass. Lisa's an emotional badass. You're an emotional badass. And together we are where Moxie meets mindful. Light and love. Bye-bye. 